Hello, everyone. <laughs> it feels like I've like risen from the dead or something. I'm so sorry about that. Um, but then I decided that I really, really, really needed um, some time and some space for myself. And I'm going to get into why in a little bit. But I just want to say, welcome to season two of the Body Positive Goddess podcast. I mean, are we freaking kidding me right now? I was looking at the episodes and I was looking at the timeline. And this time last year, August, began my very first episode. And so now I am into season two of this podcast and I am just blown away, (laughs) absolutely blown away and thrilled and humbled and honored that anyone even listens to this thing, that so many of you still send me messages and that so many of you um, have connected with me and are becoming my friends and we talk on social media and you leave me nice comments and uh, you share your stories with me. And I think that that's the most important thing. That's what I wanted to do when I started this podcast is I just wanted to talk. (laughs) I just wanted to share my story and I just wanted to share my story with other people with the hope that somebody hears it and somebody goes, oh shit, me too. Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, I'm not alone. Oh, I'm in this together with someone, even if she's a stranger. Someone gets what I'm feeling. Someone understands what I'm thinking or what I'm going through. Because the most dangerous thing we can feel is like we're the only person out there, that we're alone, that no one else is in this with us. Because that's when the bad feelings set in. That's when the depression gets worse. That's when um, all the negativity really just comes down on us and we feel like we can't connect with anyone or talk to anyone or whatever it is. So thank you for letting me talk. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you for letting me tell my stories without fear of judgment. Thank you for that. And thank you for trusting me with your stories. So uh, this episode, I'm going to tell some more stories. I'm going to tell you what's been going on. I'm going to tell you some stuff I've, I've come to discover. Um, definitely more stuff about dating, about dating plus size, about um, plus size intimacy. Um, I've <laughs> been doing a lot of that lately. So <laughs> that's what's really um, on my brain right now. Um, and also we're going to do the rest of August monthly medicine. I took a look and I said, well, what do we need? What do we have in store for the rest of August? Since I didn't do it at the top of August, I'm going to do it now because we still have lots of time left. So, um, let's get into it, baby. Welcome to the body positive goddess podcast. This is a podcast where I talk a great deal about body positivity. I share my own stories and experiences with my body and the journey that I have taken to self-love and acceptance and the journey that I am still taking to self-love and acceptance. And I loop in a little bit of spirituality and magic here and there. So I'm your host, Freya Titlin. Thank you for joining me. Let's get started. 
So before I dig into my juicy details of my life over these last few weeks, I'm going to start with the cards that I pulled. And um, hmm, <laughs> there's a, a lot going on here. I don't know if this is like a collective thing with everyone um, or if this is like for a few of you specifically, but this feels very interesting to me and like a little bit chaotic and violent. <laughs> And maybe it's just the atmosphere, right? I mean, we have the Delta strain coming back. We have like the world in chaos. We have the environment in chaos. I mean, there's a lot going on. And so no wonder I'm pulling cards like the tower and 10 of pentacles reversed and all of these things and justice reversed. I mean, every single card is reversed and then crossed by the tower. So it's like, a breaking down of so many things. So I'm going to start with my um, card in the middle here, my 10 of pentacles reversed. You may have decided to turn away from a family situation or legacy, or there can be an urge to gamble or act recklessly. There may be quarrels or family feuds, or you could have financial issues to resolve with official bodies such as tax offices. Alternatively, you may be struggling in some other way with demands made upon you by relatives, friends, or organizations. Now, I never take anything so literally, right? We interpret lots of signs in general, things in general, to fit our own specific needs and situations, but especially when it comes to tarot, because they are symbols, right? So when I see that cross by the tower, what I'm really saying is um, letting go of expectations placed on you by other people, but yeah, specifically family. There's something about family and legacy. And this card is interesting because... Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I have spoken about family members on here quite often, and I was actually confronted by one of them whom I spoke about on this podcast um, by way of offering an apology and a hope, like a path <laughs> to maybe move forward with the relationship. And I'm giving it an honest try, which doesn't always feel comfortable and good. Um, but it is interesting that this is a card that's pulled when uh, the tower is involved as well. So sometimes, you know, you're turning away from a family situation or legacy or quarrels or family feuds, financial situations, etc. Sometimes you need to let that go. It doesn't always feel great, but the tower urges us to let some of that stuff go so that we can make space for something new to fill um, that kind of negative situation there. So that, of course, is accompanied by the eight of pentacles reversed. What is going on here? And we're still kind of talking a little bit about money. If you're seeking success but are not prepared to put the effort into achieving it, you will not only reap fr frustration, unfulfilled ambition, unrealized goals, and possibly envy or jealousy as you see others succeed around you. You may feel that you are in the wrong job or feel limited by the work that you do. Or again, you may find yourself tempted towards recklessness. Why are these cards calling me out so hard? The time they have arrived to carefully explore your goals and to assess your skills and abilities. 
and decide whether you need to undertake any further training. Again, crossed by the tower. Let that shit go. Um, But the tower isn't reckless. And both of these cards are warning against recklessness here, which I have a proclivity towards. So (laughs) I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like to get a little chaotic and crazy when my emotions are involved. I justify it by going, well, this feels really good right now and I should do what makes me feel good. And then a little bit later, I'm like, "Uh, maybe I should not have done that. (laughs) And this has to do with family and life goals. And now I think we all know that when it comes to how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about our bodies, a lot of the decisions that we make become like 10 times harder because we're coming sometimes, I'll speak for myself, I guess, I'm coming from a place of fear or a place of feeling like I'm inadequate or a place of feeling like, well, I'm not good enough because this person's prettier, their body is quote unquote better than mine or whatever it is that we tell ourselves, you know, oh, I shouldn't take up too much space. Oh, I should just be happy for what I have and I shouldn't use my voice in this way. Well, the tower is telling you to use your voice in that way. And if you're not happy with what you have to go for it, you know, let some of that go, um, but put the work in. That's, I think, sometimes where we as people fall short is we think, well, I really want this, but I don't know how to get it. So instead of maybe undertaking some new sort of training or education or asking for help or releasing some of the negative thought patterns uh, and people in our lives, we just go, well, I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to do it. That is the trap. And that is the trap that these cards want us to avoid right now. So that's very uh, fascinating. And then, of course, we move on to justice. Justice is also reversed, which I find interesting because I did a poll for myself right before this and Justice was um, actually at the very top crossing all of the other cards that I had. And so it's fascinating that Justice has popped back up for us as a collective, um, but in the reverse position, which indicates imbalance, unfairness, injustice, dishonesty. What is going on here? Receiving this card reverse in a reading may mean that you need to look at the imbalances in your life, which we already started discussing, right? We already said, well, I'm going away from my family and other people's expectations of me. Screw that. I'm going away from this feeling of unfulfilledness in my life or in my career goals and my financial goals. And we're going, well, uh, there's an imbalance in my life. (laughs) It is possible that you are being dishonest either with yourself or with others or with both or that you're acting unfairly. Alternatively, it may indicate that you are being treated unjustly or unfairly, or that unjust judgment has been made in your legal affairs. And again, we're still crossed by the tower for all of this. So the tower is asking you to do something about it. Do something about it. Are you lying to yourself or to someone else? Are you lying about what you really want in life, what your real goals are? Uh, if you are, you're going to keep living this lie until you address it. If you are being treated unfairly 
and you don't do anything about it, you're giving that other person permission to treat you unfairly. The tower says, fuck that noise, bitch. Do something about it. Make space for the kind of abundance and the kind of life that you want to live. Now is the time. Now is the time, baby. Now is the time. We're at the end of August almost. It's my birthday in a few days. Holla! And after that, it might as well be Halloween, all right? So now is the time to go, all right, let me take a look at what I really, really want. Is this a life I want to be living? Oh, no. How do I destroy this version of myself that I don't like? Destroy the expectations on me I don't want. Destroy my negative patterns that I have and create space for the life that I want. I guess we can figure that out together. <laughs> let me know if you figure it out and I'll let you know what I what conclusions I come to as well. No, this is obviously is personal for every single person. But hey, sharing is caring, right? So my life has been a shit show. I know you've missed my really great um, musical interludes on here. (laughs) No, it hasn't been. Oh, I was about to like be like, no, it hasn't been a shit show. And then halfway through that sentence, I was like, yes, it has. No, (laughs) as you may know, if you listen to this podcast, I do deal with depression. Um, sometimes my depression is really, really, really bad. I've been working with a doctor to get proper medication, which I'm usually not a very big fan of to begin with. Um, but I knew that it was getting so bad that I had to do something about it. Um, so yeah, so I've been trying to do that and I've discovered a bunch of other health issues that I'm currently dealing with. I'm fine. I'm not dying or anything yet, but, but I've just been dealing with a bunch of BS basically. So, um, my mental health has not been the best and I couldn't even like bring myself to pick up this phone and like have a conversation with you guys in my phone and put out a podcast episode. Like I just, I just couldn't do it. And it made me feel so guilty and awful that it was like making it worse. And then I had to take a step back and say, you know, I've got to practice what I preach. I've got to take that break. I've got to take a step back. I have to do things for me without justifying it to anybody else or even justifying it to myself sometimes. So that's where I was at. Um, And also, I just felt so burdened and run down that I felt I didn't even have anything to talk about. And it took me a while to realize that there was actually so much to talk about. I mean, holy shit. Um, You know, uh, I've been like masking a lot of the negative emotions that I have with like going around and dating people and having sex. And I started thinking about like what that entails and why we sometimes use like a physical interaction to mask what's really going on or to at least at the very least like not address it head on right like no I don't really want to deal with this emotion or this thought right now so instead I'm gonna do something physical and that doesn't always mean sex right sometimes people go to the gym sometimes they go for a walk sometimes they bake something right or they read a book you know whatever it is they excuse me they take themselves out of 
the uh, mental and emotional space that they're in and they just do something else. Um, For me, it's been dating. That's the nice word we'll use. (laughs) And I don't feel any shame around that. I think if you have been listening for a while, you guys know that I don't I don't really experience a great ton of shame around doing things that bring me pleasure. Uh, I used to, for sure, I used to, and I think that that was tied to my negative feelings of self-worth. Now that I'm really starting to come into um, bad bitch hours, as I call them, Freya bad bitch hours, I'm starting to realize how amazing I am as a person and how, like, what fucking bullshit it is that I used to qualify um, my amazingness or rather base my amazingness uh, on whether or not other people found me attractive or me likable. And I've been having that struggle over these last few weeks without even realizing that that's what it was um, because I've been meeting so many new people. So the last episode I did was dating while fat meeting people for the first time, um, what their expectations of you are, what you look like, all that sort of thing, right? And I still get a little bit of that like, oh, like, are they going to like me? You know, because it's a very human thing to want people to like you, right? Even like the most introverted, uh, like maybe antisocial person, we still have some sort of thing inside of us that is like, well, I hope they like me. Even if like, we're confident and we're like, well, if they don't like me, that's okay. Of course it's okay if they don't like you, but still humans are silly creatures. So I've been meeting a lot of new people and I've got new clothes and I do my hair and I do my makeup and da 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 and all this stuff. And then at some point <laughs> I just said, fuck it, <laughs> fuck this noise. And first I went into like, a little off the deep end in the opposite direction. I was like, listen, no matter what you look like, they're going to have sex with you anyway, if that's what they want. And it took me a few thoughts around that to be like, well, that's not good either. (laughs) That's probably not the best justification either for not caring about what you look like. But it was the one I was making. I was like, well, they're going to sleep with you anyway. Like, you know, whatever. Or people that I've slept with on more than one occasion. I was like, well, they've seen you naked, so it doesn't really matter. Which is also true, but not the best (laughs) justification that I could probably have made in that moment. Um, It took, like, a few, like fake confidence and then having a little bit of an emotional mental breakdown for me to take a step back and be like who's Freya and what is her worth not tied to how anyone else feels about me and that's why I've been a little MIA for so long because I've started to go oh I'm a whole person with thoughts and emotions and, you know, dreams and aspirations and all of this other stuff. And I started to come to this kind of understanding of, well, I'm great. I'm amazing. I've had all these awesome qualities. And if someone else doesn't see that, it's not my problem. If someone else is only seeing me for the physical, that's their problem and not my problem. And 
that took me a little bit of time. Now, yeah, when I go out, do I still like try to make myself look pretty because it makes me feel good? Yes, absolutely. I like to do my hair. I like to do my makeup a certain way. I like to dress like some badass, like biker chick who may or may not punch you in the face if you say the wrong thing to me. And then like people meet me and I'm like, hee hee hee. And they're like, that girl is not what she looks like. <laughs> and like, but that's like fun for me as a person. And I've been getting to know a lot of people lately. And I literally, like, some people have stopped speaking to me. And now instead of like, oh, what could I have done different or this and that? I go, okay, good. Dodged a bullet. Because what I do now is I just unapologetically act like myself. I am just unapologetically Freya. And I do not allow anyone to talk to me in a way that is derogatory or disrespectful to me I don't make excuses for people anymore and it took me a long time to get there I used to be like oh well you know haha we'll laugh or joke about that or I'll forgive them and let them back in no you can forgive someone but you don't have to let them back in that's for damn sure I had um seen someone twice you know, we communicated, we talked, this and that. And he always felt the need to be like, oh, well, you've got so many options, this, this and that. And I was like, well, well, yeah, you and I are not dating, bro. Like literally from the moment we met one another, I literally said, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking to like have fun with people right now. Okay, cool. And then would just throw these like snide little comments in here and there anytime that he saw me with a man or on like on Instagram, like even it could, it could have been a friend or anytime I like went out somewhere and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't really know this kid. I don't know why he's speaking to me this way. And then I posted a video of me leaving my friend's house at like seven in the morning. I was very tired. I thought it was funny. And he said, ha ha, the walk of shame. I went, hold on a second. As I listen, first of all, I never feel shame about anything surrounded to my pleasure. Shame and guilt are different, right? Shame is a patriarchal colonial construct that I do not subscribe to. You cannot make me feel bad for enjoying myself. You cannot make me feel bad for putting myself first and putting my needs and desires first. And I hope everyone listening to this like gets behind that. Um, because like, what the fuck, like, why are we made to feel shame? And it's specifically geared towards women, by the way. Like, it's not like he was like, oh, that guy that you stayed with that night should also feel shame. No, it was me. The walk of shame, the person leaving, the woman leaving is doing the walk of shame. Ah, No, I was like, no, bro. I don't feel that way. Moving on a few days later. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Time, time is an illusion. A few days later, a few weeks later, I don't know. He said something like, he said it again, like, oh, you got options, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why do you always say that? He goes, oh, the last time I was there, I saw a condom in the garbage. And I was like, okay. Like in my mind, I'm like, you should be lucky. I'm safe, bro. What? Safety first. Like also let's remember, I'm not your girlfriend. We're not even dating. We're not exclusive. There's nothing going on here. And I was just kind of like, LOL, maybe I should clean out my room garbage more often. Like, what do you want from me? And then he said this whole thing about like, oh, well, you know, if you're sleeping with someone, you should let them know that you're sleeping with other people so that they can make a decision. And I lost it. First of all, 
here's a funny thing that happens. And I'm sorry for any of like the cis men that actually do listen to this. But like, you know, I'm not lying when I say that men, as much as they like to be like, I'm a pimp. I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm out here doing my thing. The minute a woman does the same thing to them, all of a sudden they get up in their feelings, their little fee-fees. And they don't understand how they cannot be the center of, a t- of this woman's world. Oh, you're the only guy I'm talking to. Oh, I'm trying so hard to like just be with you. No, bro. I told you from day one, that's not what I wanted. Okay. And so I said to him, I said, first of all, what you're not going to do, <laughs> what you're not going to do is attempt to shame me into the way that I live my life. Okay. Second of all, I don't actually owe you an explanation at all. Third of all, if I want to sleep with someone, I'm going to sleep with someone, okay? I don't need to explain to you who I'm with, where I'm going, what I'm doing. I also like don't have to tell you if I'm sleeping with other people. Like I said, if you're safe and you're healthy, you don't have... What? I literally was like, this guy is out of his fucking mind. I said, why are you acting like you're not talking to anyone else or sleeping with anyone else? And his only response was, LOL, you're right. (laughs) Okay, bro. All right, cool. And I've not spoken to this person since. They watch my stories like every single day. I do not care. I am never going to see this person ever again. It's not worth my time. I can forget about it. I can forgive them. It's fine. But I do not need to subject myself to ridicule and criticism from someone who is not going to be in my life. Even if this person was going to be in my life, I don't, I'm not getting disrespected in that way. It's fine for a man to go out and do whatever he wants, but the minute a woman does it, it becomes a problem. And that is not the kind of energy that I'm taking into this school year, Okay. Okay, everybody. And I've had a few people try to say things like that to me. And I'm like, listen, 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 Linda. (laughs) It's not going to happen. I do not want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. I don't want a boyfriend right now. I'm worried about myself. I don't want a girlfriend right now. I don't want anybody right now. I want to focus on myself. And if that means partaking in physical pleasure, that's fine. Now, am I completely and entirely opposed to a relationship developing if it develops naturally in that way? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Do I want to take things very, 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 very slowly? Yes, I do. Which brings me to the next situation um, that I've been dealing with. Um, someone really, really, really has very strong feelings for me. And they are very sweet. And they are very kind. And I do believe that their feelings for me are very, very genuine. And that's great. Um, but I am not in a position to accept anything less than what I deserve. And I was very honest with this person. And I said, I want this, 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 and this. And you don't have any of those things. And what I'm never, ever going to do again is settle for anything less than what I deserve, no matter how strong your feelings are for me. And I feel like that's a trap that sometimes we fall into. And maybe it's a self-worth thing. Maybe it's a, oh, I should just be grateful because I'm fat and this person is showing me attention thing that like... I'm actively working on breaking because I 
am looking at this person sharing their feelings towards me and I think, oh, this is so nice. They would love the shit out of me and that emotion would be great. But as I learned in past relationships, love is not enough. It is a partnership and someone has to respect you enough to give you the things that you need so that you are not struggling 24 fucking seven just because they quote unquote love you. And so I broke a pattern. I'm very proud of myself. I broke a pattern and I said, no. And I said, listen, you're coming on very strong and it's making me uncomfortable. And I've already explained to you what my situation is and how I feel around this. And I need you to respect that. And he did. He said, you know what? I'm going to back up off you a little bit. I'm sorry. And I said, wow. Okay. Look what happens when we set a boundary and it's respected. That's great. That's great. Now I can continue to communicate with this person in a way that feels comfortable for me because they respected my boundary. And that's excellent. And I think that that is something we definitely need to practice. I mean, look at the cards that were pulled. We're pulling away from stuff. We're reevaluating our life and our goals. And we're thinking, okay, what do I get rid of to make space for something new? And sometimes the thing we have to get rid of is our own selves, essentially, our own patterns, our own like bullshit that we do over and over and over and over again. And then we're like, how come we're getting like the same thing? How come nothing is changing? Well, nothing is changing because you're not changing anything. If you want your life to change, you have to change it. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again and then whining and complaining about not getting new results, you really need to sit down with yourself and assess what the hell is wrong with you and why you're not doing anything to fix it. That's kind of the bottom line and that's what I've been doing in these past few weeks of like very strange, like I don't want to say it's like been solitude because it hasn't. It's like, I've been going out, I've been seeing people, I've been seeing my friends, I've been going for drinks, I've been, you know, going on dates and this and that, I've been working, I've been auditioning, I've been blah, 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 but I've had solitude in my head and solitude in my heart. And sometimes that has led to some really uncomfortable discoveries. Sometimes when you sit down with yourself and you have solitude in your head and solitude in your heart and you take a very, very hard, deep look at yourself, you will come to some uncomfortable conclusions about yourself, about your patterns and about the way you live your life. Then it's up to you to do something about it. And that's why I've been gone. (laughs) That's why I've been gone because I haven't been able to do anything about it. All I did was talk about it, talk about it, talk about changing, talk about this, talk about that, blah, 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 bullshit. I even hired a coach for a 30-day transformation and I didn't do shit for two weeks. That's only four weeks with this person. I didn't do shit for two weeks. I could not get out of my own way. And I thought, well, if I just hire... If I just hire my coach again and, you know, I say I'm going to do it, then it'll just happen. No, (laughs) no, nothing happened because I didn't make it happen. And it all came back to me anyway, to how I feel about myself. How do I feel about myself? How long have I been living in this way 
with these patterns, um, and how long is it going to take me to break some of them? And do I even want to break them or am I bullshitting? A lot of it was a lot of bullshit that I had to confront. And I think I'm going to be on that process for a very long time. I think I'm going to be confronting different aspects of myself for a long time. And I saw a video recently too that was like, even if you're on a healing journey and you're healing all these different parts of yourself, maybe from past relationships, maybe you want to prepare yourself to get into a new and healthy relationship. And so you're confronting and trying to heal these parts of yourself. When you get someone, (laughs) when you get with someone rather, um, you're still going to confront all of these new layers of yourself because whoever you're with is just going to mirror back to you all of these unhealed aspects of yourself. Is it jealousy? Is it insecurity? Is it uh, obsessiveness? Is it, um, I don't know, laziness? Whatever it is, right? It's going to get mirrored back to you through their actions, through their behavior, through their belief system. So no matter what you fucking do and how much you heal yourself, you are still going to be on a healing journey with another person there, no matter fucking what. And probably for the rest of our lives. So what do we do now to like mentally prepare ourselves to be able to make healthy emotional choices? Because emotions aren't like fucking objective. (laughs) Even our thoughts are an objective. Even if we're critically thinking, we're still controlled by our biases. Like nothing is fucking objective. Everything is subjective. Now is the mind, does the mind do like a better job than our heart? Yeah, of course. But it's still (laughs) subjective also. But there is this bit of separation. And I haven't been able to make the separation in months. And I thought I was. I thought I was doing this like really great fucking job. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm over this relationship. I'm feeling great. I'm living my life. I'm doing whatever and whoever I want. And then I had like a full on like mental breakdown. And I went, oh, oh, I've been masking. (laughs) I've been masking. I've been running away. I've been not dealing with any of the stuff that I really do need to deal with. And I've been doing the same sort of stuff that I always do over and over again to deal with my problems and it's not really dealing with anything. So here I am back and better than ever, baby. (laughs) No, definitely not better than ever, but I'm definitely back. And um, I think the difference now is that I am ready to... Uh, hold myself accountable for all of the thoughts that I have and all the feelings that I have and all the decisions that I make. And now when I look in the mirror, I am so fucking amazed by how I don't pick my body apart because I'm gaining confidence, self-respect, self-worth, and self-love in other areas of my life that I don't have to base it on what I look like. Now I just go, does this outfit make sense? Do I feel comfortable and confident and sexy in this outfit? Is this a good choice for this occasion? Is it raining? Should I put on pants? Like I never thought I'd get there. I never thought I'd get to like, Hey man, this is what you look like. 
And if the other person doesn't like it, fuck them. And I would say that stuff all the time. But now I actually think it and feel it. And it's because of all of the other healing and confidence in other areas of my life. And that's what the tower card is asking of us. Break down to rebuild. Or break down to sweep away and build new. And that's going to be our focus for the rest of August. Break down to rebuild. (sighs) Good healthy cry. Never hurt anyone. (laughs) Unless like you're allergic to water or something. Then it's like, how do you cry? That must be uncomfortable and strange. Other than that, (laughs) other than that, we're fine. Have a good healthy cry. It'll be good for you. Um, Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And you will definitely hear from me next week. Send me a message. Send me a DM at Freya Titland um, on Instagram. Um, Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know what's going on. And also coming up in September is the Body Positive Film Festival and the Divine Feminine Arts and Film Fest. You can submit your work to both of those on Film Freeway. If you just go and type them into Film Freeway, you'll find them. Uh, You'll also find the websites for the Body Positive Film Fest and the Divine Feminine Arts and Film Fest. Um, Submissions close on August 31st. So get everything in while you can. And in September, we're going to have a good time. So uh, catch you on the flip side.